The Spiritually Intimate Podcast is for women who boldly pursue love, success, and a higher vision of life for themselves and those that they influence. We're your hosts, Andrew Crowder and Blair Dreesen. Join us for unfiltered, unsupervised, and possibly unsubstantiated conversations about when spirituality meets life, love, sex, and career. Let's go to the show. What's up? What's up, you guys? It's Andrea here doing a solo episode. I haven't done this in a while, and I actually felt so strongly about recording some steps for you guys today, specifically on preparing for a fucking bang in 2020. Like I know a lot of times we don't start preparing for 2020 until maybe like January 1st (laughs) or maybe even like the week before we start talking about vision boards. And I really felt called today to prepare for what I is that I want to accomplish in 2020. And my soul was just like, bitch, there's some things you got to do right now. So I wanted to share those with you guys because this is just what I'm going through. And I know if I'm going through it, somebody else is too. And I started to talk a little bit on Insta stories about this particular topic, but I feel like it's more than these like little 15 second intervals that just is going to require a little bit more conversation around this to teach you guys how I am preparing myself spiritually, physically, mentally, um, in order to just crush it in 2020. I think like this year has been the year where we've laid a foundation energetically and practically and 2020 is the year where we're supposed to have that foundation to jump off of and to accomplish some major things. I see so much happening for myself personally and for my company in in the following year that there's some things that I realized that I wanted to do right now to make sure that I could hold the energy and the belief of all of those things coming into fruition over a sustained period of time. And so these, these are the three things that I'm focused on. Number one, are there any new skills that I need to learn? Or are there any new any skills that I need to brush up on and refocus on in order to accomplish what I want to do in the following year? Number two, do I have the confidence and belief that I need to accomplish them? Belief in myself, belief in my team, belief in the actual services and products that I'm creating, if I don't feel unwavering belief around those things, then I need to work on that right now. Confidence and belief is a muscle that you have to flex, that you have to work out, right? It's not something that some people are gifted with and some people aren't. It's not true, right? We all have a lot of confidence when we're a little kid. We'll ask for anything and we'll ask over and over and over and over until it's given to us because we innately believe in our worthiness to have it just because we want it. We haven't told ourselves stories around why we're not good enough, why we shouldn't, um, why that's not for people like us. We learn those between the ages of being born until around the ages of it's seven or eight. I think it's eight. Um, we don't have reasoning skills. So everything that we are taught through example or through verbal expression from a parent or a mentor or whoever, 
We just absorb it all. We don't have those reasoning skills to say, well, that's silly. That's not true. Are you sure? We don't have them. So we acquire a lot of subconscious beliefs that hang out just waiting to fuck with us later on when we're like, I have this vision. I have this goal. I'm so excited for it. Uh, Except for I don't think I'm good enough to have it. Shit. Where did that come from? And then the self-sabotage and just all the bullshit that gets in the way because our subconscious is driving 95% of this bus. 5% of the decisions that we're making, we're making with our conscious mind. 95% we're making with our unconscious mind. The unconscious beliefs, we need to take some inventory over what those are. And you can do that by slowing down brain waves is the fastest and easiest way. So I do that through meditation. I know a lot of people are like, I don't know how to meditate. I'm not good at it. I didn't either. And I still don't feel like I know how or that I'm good at it. I just know that I'm willing to be patient because at the end, end of this game, like I want certain things so badly that I'm just willing to do whatever it takes. Somebody asked me, you know, not, not that long ago, they're like, well, what's going to be required in order to accomplish X, Y, Z without me, like, you know, sharing their personal details. I said, the answer is whatever it takes. If you want it bad enough, you'll do it. You'll find a way you'll build the fucking bridge right? You'll build the wings on the way down after you jump if you want it bad enough. If it's a craving deep, you know, within your soul. So meditation, like we can fucking figure this out. You don't have to be a pro. You don't have to be a, you know, monk to be able to slow down your mind. Simply just start with focusing on your breathing, right? Pay attention to your breath, deep inhale out or deep inhale in, and then slow exhale out, right? Just focus on your breath or repeat a single mantra. Really, the intention is get into the present moment. Get really, really in it. Not focusing on where you're going or focusing on where you've been because then you're living in the past or living in the future. Like, Get super fucking present. You can take a bath. I love meditating in the bath because the simple nature of getting in the bath is already with the intention for me to slow down and relax. So it really supports this energy of getting into the energy of getting present, slowing down my mind, um, and being willing to see things differently, right? So then I'll set the intention of like, okay, what do I need to see differently? What's getting in my way? And then I just allow myself to go into a meditation, get super, super present. Once you get out of those alpha brainwave states, which are this, the this brainwave states that we're operating in most of the time, and you start to get into the slower brainwave states, then it's like, you slow down the computer enough to where the computer is like, this is a good thing. Most of the time, slow computers are are not good. But like you slow down the waves enough to where you're like, okay, here's a better analogy. <laughs> if a train is moving super fast, you're not going to try to jump off and, and grab, you know, some pretty flowers that you see as like you're driving by, right? But if the train is going really, really slow where you can step off safely you can pick up some flowers. You can maybe kind of lightly jog to catch up, go a little bit faster, right? That's kind of like accessing your subconscious memories. Like you want to be able to slow those brain waves down slow enough to where you can like step off the train without injuring yourself and be like, oh, I see what's here. 
oh, I didn't realize I was growing that in my garden. When did that start? Shit. <laughs> this is a better analogy. Thank you, God, for, <laughs> for inspiring me. <laughs> the computer was not in alignment with like the conversation that we're trying to have here. Okay. So if you have subconscious thoughts or beliefs that are out of alignment with where you're going, let's go ahead and figure out what those are now and reframe them. When you're in those slower brainwave states, you can plant something new real quick and jump back on the train, right? So ask yourself, what is growing here in my garden and the subconscious in my subconscious mind that I actually don't think is serving me and my highest good? Maybe it served you at some point and it just doesn't anymore. So start to take a thought inventory of what are the beliefs, and a belief is just simply a thought that you've thought over and over and over. It doesn't necessarily make it true, right? Sometimes like we operate within these belief constructs that we've just been operating in for so long that because of the extended period of time that we've been operating, we just still assume the truth in them. How many times have you stopped and asked yourself like, shit, do I even believe this anymore? Is this even true? Or am I just operating this way because somebody else was holding on to this belief and no judgment towards the people who maybe planted that seed in the first place? Everybody's operating. Everybody's doing the best with what they know in the moment that they know it. And then when we know better, we try to do better most of the time, right? But pay attention and start taking an inventory in your subconscious mind And maybe even your conscious mind, you'll notice like, oh shit, I'm doing this and I don't even know why anymore. This isn't even true for me. This is like hindering my belief and my confidence in myself. What are some of the things that I can do to build more confidence? What are some beliefs that I can reframe or release in my life right now before I go into this like massive creation and expansion mode in 2020? The other step for you guys is thinking about your endurance. This is a big piece that I care deeply, deeply, deeply about. Your your spiritual endurance, your physical endurance, and your mental endurance. If you feel exhausted all the time physically, I know a lot of people, especially if you're an entrepreneur, you don't necessarily see your your physical, um, your body as something that can hinder you accomplishing your goal. And that's not true because we know that when we're not eating right and we don't take care of our body, our body isn't functioning at its best. And when our body is physically exhausted, we don't have the energy and endurance to be able to focus on a long-term goal. You can get these quick sugar bursts of energy where you can accomplish little bits in here. But at the end of the year, you're like, did I really do that much? Like it wasn't the momentum that you thought that you were going to have that you felt in your soul. You could have, cause it was January 1st and you were super excited and you were flooded with those endorphins, AKA that sugar rush. And then all of a sudden the sugar went away and you were like depleted and exhausted, right? You get the sugar crash. So what are some things, and this doesn't mean you have to be like some, you know, super crazy fit or like obsessed with everything, but how can you just be more conscious and thoughtful about getting more oxygen, more vitamin D, if you're not getting enough of that, um, 
moving your body physically more, just stirring up that circulation that you really, really need. That blood flow is really good. Sometimes I just love to, I have a teeny little trampoline that I have in my office and I just jump on my trampoline if I'm, if I can't work out. So like maybe for 60 seconds, a few times a day. And that just really stirs up the circulation, the blood flow, um, which then gives a nice little boost of energy to my brain. I'm able to focus more. I'm able to think about it this way. Let's say that you're sitting there exhausted. You cannot pick yourself up off the couch. It's been a long day. You worked your full-time job and now you're like, I'm supposed to be building my side hustle, but I just took care of two two kids. One of them had a, a mini meltdown and dinner burned and whatever like happened, right? And you're exhausted. But all this, and you're like, I could literally not lift a finger. I cannot focus. I'm too tired. I can't think creatively. I don't have the energy for this. But all of a sudden, one of your kids falls down the stairs. Does your energy not change in a fucking moment? (laughs) Right? Nothing changed. Like you didn't go drink a power drink. All of a sudden, your mind shifted and said, I need to focus I need to move and you get flooded with different chemicals in your body to support this. Your fight or flight kicks in, right? We don't want to be operating in fight or flight, but how can you fucking hack your own body? Number one, change your thoughts. If you're focused on the fact that you're tired, you're just going to be more tired. Ask yourself, like, what can I do to feel more energy right now? What can I think? What can I focus on? How can I change my posture? Am I sitting slumped over, which is supporting low energy, or am I sitting straight up, which is supporting better energy? Am I, you know, using language that's a high frequency or low frequency? And you know what frequency is based off of how it makes you feel. Does it make you feel good or bad? Does it make you feel energy or does it make you feel depleted? Are you doing work that is energizing or are you doing work that makes you feel depleted? Maybe you need to pivot into 2020 and like focus on something completely different because like your work doesn't even inspire you. If your work doesn't make you want to get out of bed in the morning, you're probably doing the wrong thing. And it's like we're creeping up into like a whole new decade. I am not available to do work that does not light my soul on fire, that doesn't energize me. I'm completely unavailable for it. I will say no, it doesn't matter how much money you put in my face. And I, some people will be like, I don't believe you if somebody offered you X number of dollars. I have had people try to pay me money very recently within the last like 30, 45 days or so, tried to pay me money and I turned like thousands and thousands of dollars. I turned them down because I knew it wasn't correct for me. I knew it was not going to be energizing work and I'm unavailable for anything that will deplete me because there's always something else that can replace that, that can energize me and pay me. I don't have to pick one over the other. I can have fucking both. I'm going to say it's 2020 all the time because I'm like, this is a new decade and I feel like that's just like a potent freaking statement. It's 2020 bitches. Like we don't have to pick anymore. Like we are unavailable for bullshit. We are unavailable to have to choose one over the other. We can have it all. We can create it all. It's really simply comes back to number one, what do you want? Number two, why do you want it? Number three, how do you find a way to get paid for it? Like 
between the internet and social media and all the resources and things being so fast and easy, it's almost like we have too much option to where we forget how much option we have, right? Like if a kid has too many toys to play with, then they forget how to pick one and they're like, I'm so bored. I don't know what to do. And you're, as a parent, you're like, what? (laughs) You have 800 toys. Well, don't we do the same thing as adults where it's like, I just don't know what to do. I just don't know what to wear. Like we have too many options is the problem. So we need to focus down and get quiet with ourselves. Don't go, don't you dare go ask somebody else. Like, what should I do? They don't know what your information is telling you. They don't know what your soul is trying to guide you to. Your soul's guiding you, their soul's guiding them. Don't you dare waste your time distracting yourself with somebody else's thoughts about maybe what they think is correct for you. Only you will know that. So sit down, get real with yourself, get quiet with yourself and ask yourself, maybe pull out a piece of paper right now, get your journal out, sit down, pause me and write down at the top of your page, what the fuck do I want? Not what I do, what do I believe I have or what am I worthy of or what do I have the resources for? Just what do you want? What would feel good to me? What would feel inspiring? Would help me feel creative? Like whatever feeling you want to feel, you pick. I love the word creative because it's my favorite word in the whole world. The word create is just like the most sexy word to me. But like, what's your sexy word? How do you want to feel? Ultimately, that's how I pick everything that I commit to is like, how's that going to make me feel? Is it going to make me feel energized or depleted? Will it make me feel good or feel bad? Will it make me feel inspired or, you know, whatever? Okay. So endurance, spiritual, physical, and mental. Spiritual. What types of spiritual practices can help support you in your endurance? For me, one of the biggest ones is like having a deep connection with knowing why I'm doing what I'm doing but that matters to me. Like some people, that's not necessarily the focus. I need to feel a deep connection with, you know, why I'm focused on what I'm doing. And maybe that is, is just because I feel deeply within my soul. I just need to create. It doesn't have, there doesn't have to be like a, a, you know, statement about how like it, you're going to be able to donate money to your community. That's all well and good. And like, we probably want to do that too, but this gets to be self-serving because we get to serve ourselves too. Like we get to give and give to ourselves. We get to give to others and give to ourselves and we can, we don't have to pick one over the other. We don't have to sacrifice ourselves in the process to make sure that we're supporting other people. We get to have both. So what are the spiritual practices that you need to put into play? Maybe it's a little bit more meditation. Maybe it's some visualization when you wake up in the morning and before you go to bed. Maybe it's a little bit more time specifically in gratitude. Maybe you wake up every morning and you fucking march around your house in like this almost obnoxious extra way and just look everywhere and say, fuck, I can't believe this is my life. Fuck, I can't believe I have this in my life. Oh my God, this mug makes me so happy. Fuck, I can't believe I have this awesome mug that just makes me feel so much joy. I actually do that every morning. My mugs bring me so much joy. It's like, oh, I don't know why. But like, I will put my hand on my heart and make it a spiritual practice to select the mug that I'm going to pour my coffee into in the morning. I don't know why it matters so much to me. I just find so much pleasure in it. 
I know there's other people like me, but if you're not one of them, judgment's a low frequency. (laughs) Okay. So spiritual practices, gratitude is so, so major. So vision is important. Vision could be visualizing through meditation. It could be journaling, getting clear about what you want and getting clear about how it's going to make you feel when you have it. Number two is like, are you speaking life over it or are you speaking death? Are you getting back into a pattern that's creating more opportunities for you to say like, I can't have that or it's not working out for me or it's not coming fast enough. So it's probably not meant to be or like whatever. If If it makes you feel bad, it's low frequency. If it makes you feel good, it's a high frequency. Are you making decisions out of fear or love? Love feels good. Fear probably feels pretty fucking bad, right? So like, how are you speaking over it? And then the feeling of knowingness, like, God, if there's anything more spiritual than knowingness, I don't know what it is because knowingness is faith that it's all working out so perfectly, exactly how it was intended to be. And it is all in my fucking favor, even the bad shit. I can look back now and see like, you know, when, you know, the father of my child left me on the side of the road with not a penny to my name and was like, peace out, boo. I can look back at that now and think like, God, what a gift he gave me by letting me go. Truly, truly. But, and I have no animosity towards this person, like so much love for this human PS. Like, but I can look back now and feel gratitude. But in the moment I'm like, my life is over. I have a baby growing in my belly. I'm 19. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid. I I'm a stripper, so I can't keep stripping. Like, this is like how I make money. If you guys didn't know about that, welcome to my life. Like, you're only going to get the real truth for me for sure. But, you know, it's easy to speak gratitude over the things that we already have. It's harder to speak gratitude in an act of faith, right? So feeling the knowingness that everything that your desire is already yours, as soon as you feel it and you're like, it's mine, whatevs, you almost have like this nonchalant, this like deep knowingness as if it's like the car that's already in your garage. Like, I know it's there. You don't have to like try to convince me that it's not coming. It's fucking there. Like take that feeling and apply that knowingness and that frequency to the shit that hasn't showed up yet. Cause as soon as, as soon as you match that frequency of knowing it's already in the garage parked there, like your car is, or that same feeling over whatever it is that you're trying to manifest, the universe and the, or the quantum field is created to draw like frequencies to you. So when you're in the frequency of it, whatever it is for you, the universe is drawing other like frequencies of it to you. The second you match the frequency, it begins to reorganize so many things that you can't even possibly imagine. And when it doesn't show up the next day, we're like, it's not working. I'm not good enough. And the universe is like, bitch, you know what I've already done? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? No, the universe doesn't say that. The quantum field is like, has zero judgment. The quantum field is just always responding to our thoughts and our feelings, right? The hardest work is stay in the knowingness. This is the people, the piece that people don't really understand. Like, this is where you get the quantum leaps. If you can stay in the knowingness and feel the fuck out of it, again, whatever it is for you, as if it is in your life, the relationship, the job, the thing, the car, 
the Louboutins, like whatever it is for you, they like lights your soul on fire. And if it's like a pair of Louboutins that lights your soul on fire, great. I'm not one of those, you know, spiritual thought leaders that's like, "Mm, we shouldn't care about physical things. I'm in physical form because I want to care about physical things. Otherwise I'd still be in the non-physical. I want to feel and experience shit. I want to eat good food. I want to travel. I want to see nice things. I want to wear nice shoes on my feet. It doesn't have to be a Louboutin. It could be something like, it could be different. Whatever it is that lights your soul on fire, those like, those feelings of passion and excitement are like straight from the divine. And then we try to judgment, judge them. Those are low frequencies that are trying to get in our way. Judgment comes from a low frequency and not from the divine. So if it feels good and if it feels inspiring and exciting, and if it feels like it motivates you, God or the universe or whatever you want to like, whatever word feels correct for you is giving you that as a gift. Don't try to be like, I don't deserve this. I'm not a good person. If like, if I'm looking and I'm in some, and I feel so inspired and excited to reach towards something tangible. In the end, you'll realize none of those things mattered that much. But like I said, like my mugs light my soul on fire every day. Like these are not an expensive thing, but I find so much pleasure in them. And I'm going to continue to allow myself to find pleasure and all of these physical things while I'm in this physical experience. I want to have great sex. I want to have great food. I want to have all of the experiences that I can only get in this physical body. Yes? Can I get an amen for that, please? (laughs) Okay. So holding the energy of already having it over a sustained period of time for however long it takes everything to align perfectly, to give it to you in a way that is in your highest good, be willing to stay in that energy of knowingness. This is the hardest work, truly. The only reason we don't manifest faster is because we get out of the knowingness. And then the last step is fucking have it. But honestly, you can feel the having it before you go to sleep, right? Like I like to, I like to close my eyes and get into bed and spend some time imagining it already in my life and just like being there in my imagination. We loved doing this when we were kids. And then all of a sudden we thought that was for kids as soon as we became an adult, but this is actually a way to supercharge your manifestations, right? Knowingness. And actually, let me go back one step. The knowingness, if you're in your knowingness, you're preparing for this thing to enter into your life. You're not waiting for it to get here. You're preparing now. If you're manifesting a man, like you're making room in your closet for him right now, because if there's no room for him to even be a part of your life, you better start making room right now, taking action. I'm actually coaching a client who wanted to manifest moving. She wanted to leave her city and and go get her own apartment and, and be able to, you know, create a different life for herself. And I'm like, wait, what, what are we waiting for? (laughs) Why are we not like preparing for this now? I'm like, okay, I want you job hunting right now. I want you apartment hunting. I want you to message anybody that you know in this area and let them know that you're coming saying it with like firm knowingness of like, this is fucking going down. This is happening. Start preparing for this thing to enter into your life now. That's taking action in alignment with the frequency of fucking having it. And this is fun. I love preparing for things to enter into my life. The same way as if you went and ordered something online, let's say like you ordered a couch online and you know it's getting delivered soon. Don't you start moving shit around your house to move stuff out of the way to prepare for this like big piece to come in to your home? Of course you do. You prepare, right? 
Where in your life can you prepare now? Where can you worry less? Where can you start to smile more? Where can you start to love deeper and appreciate deeper? God, appreciation is the frequency that like miracles are made of. Appreciation or gratitude, whatever word resonates the most with you. I love the word appreciation. When you're in the state of appreciation, it's in this, it's the same frequency of already having it. Because we only often give gratitude for the things that are currently present in our life, not the things that haven't shown up yet. So why don't you take like we're taught all this shit wrong from the time we're we're taught to be grateful after we've been giving some something like man, if we can change our children's lives, let's teach them to be grateful before it comes into their life. Teach them that practice right now. And then the energy of having it. What actions do you need to take to prepare for this fucking delivery truck that has all your hopes and dreams on it and is on its way to you? So what do you need to let go of in order to manifest what you want in 2020? What do you need to call in? Where do you need to spend more of your time? How do you need to spend more of your verbal currency? How do you need to spend more of your thought currency? Your energy, your thoughts, your words, these are all currencies that actually matter so much more than money because they'll bring in the cash boo. Believe me when I say this. (laughs) How are you spending that energetic that those thoughts and the verbal currency in your life right now, are you spending them on the things that you already have that you don't even want anymore? What do you need to let go of? What do you need to appreciate more? How can you start to take an inventory over how you're speaking right now? And then at the end of the day, ask yourself like, hmm, did my, did my words, thoughts, and feelings reflect what I'm calling in, or did they reflect what's already here? Am I building more of what I already have by how I spend my thoughts, feelings, and verbal currency, or am I building something new? If you want something new, and that doesn't mean that we're not grateful for what's already there, but we're growth-seeking human beings. We want to create. We want to grow. We want to expand. That's why we're here. It feels good. And you know it because it feels good, right? You know it's correct because of how it makes you feel. So how are you spending those three forms of the most important currency you have? Because the money in your bank account can come real quick and go real quick, yes? How do you create more of that? How do you create more safety? How do you create more money than you could ever possibly spend? How do you create deeper friendships? I was just talking to some um, amazing women in a mastermind that I'm in saying how wealth to me feels like this, this friendship right here. I feel so wealthy right now in my relationships because I feel like no matter what came at me right now, I would have this to kind of bounce off the feeling of wealth and knowingness and, and support and safety. I, that's the feeling that I get from this container that I'm inside of. Where can you find a container that you're already a part of right now, energetic container, so to speak, of like something where you feel safe, you feel courageous, you feel inspired, you feel creative. If you don't have that in your life, fucking build it. (laughs) Um, 
I got a ton of messages after I shared on Insta stories, how I was craving this like, deeper female connection where I had, you know, a space for me and the other, you know, people in my company to, you know, grow with other entrepreneurs who maybe had like complementary businesses, not doing the same thing that we're doing, but like, we're all growing and we all have big vision. And we all want to do it in a way that feels good, where we're not like killing ourselves in the process. Like, how can I create a container where we can all hold space for each other to do big things in a way that feels good without detriment to ourselves or anybody else in the process? And and it builds something that will have massive contribution to ourselves, our families, our communities, and the whole motherfucking world. How can I stop bitching and complaining that I didn't have that container yet. And I just decided one day to build it. And I was like, oh, (laughs) it was waiting for me all along. And it took five seconds to put together, right? Like somebody messaged and they're like, how do I get a part of your group? And I'm like, you don't. (laughs) Not to say that like we're a, you can't sit with us. That wasn't the point. The point was build your container. What do you feel like you're lacking in your life? Don't wait for somebody else to invite you Don't wait for the universe to drop it on your head. Make it. Create the experience you desire. What feeling do you want? And how can you cultivate the experience that will give you the feeling? Does that make sense? I hope so. Okay. I hope I wasn't rambling. I'm pretty sure I did. But really sit with this. And I gave you guys so many good self-coaching questions that if you didn't pause this, you could grab pen and paper and write these things down. You're going to want to go do that. Also, I'm not supposed to tell you guys this, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Hopefully Blair won't hear the recording of this. We, I'm going to only just give you guys a hint. We are launching something. If you're on our email list, we are launching something that will actually support you through this process in a way that's very simplified for you. Our email list will hear about it first this coming Friday. Everybody else will get access to whatever inventory is left over on the 25th. So on the 22nd, our email list gets first dibs. On the 25th, everybody else gets access. So if you're not on our email list, We might have something that will support you in the exact process that I just taught you. So if you forgot to take notes, we got you covered. If you want to go back and take notes right now, go ahead because nothing ships until December. Go ahead. Do it. Don't wait. But we do have something super top secret that's pretty next level if I do say myself. It's the perfect fucking tool. The perfect tool that you're going to want to have like always and forever available, like within an arm's reach. Kind of like I keep my aura everywhere, aura by sacred, like my energetic cleansing spray and my woke, like I literally don't go anywhere without them. This is going to be one of those things that you're just going to want to like make sure you have a purse big enough for (laughs) to go with you. Okay. I love you guys. I hope this was helpful to you. If you love this, please take what you learned and go share it with other people. Sharing is caring. This information is free. People pay me to coach them through stuff like this. A decent chunk of change, might I say, to do one-on-one coaching with me. And a lot of what I taught, I teach, and I just work at a more personal level with my clients. You guys just got like how I would coach them through it 
for free. If you don't share this yourself, but just kidding, judgment's low frequency, Andrea, but for real sharing is caring and we appreciate the love and support. And if you guys learned something, share with us an aha in, in our DMS on Instagram, instagram.com slash spiritually intimate. We love to hear what is really making an impact for you guys. We want to know what content you guys want us to create in the future. So please help support us because really, truly this podcast is for you. I mean, we do enjoy hearing ourselves talk, but truly at the end of the day, it is for you. Love you guys. Have an amazing Thanksgiving if you are in the U.S. Have an amazing holiday season if you are not. Whatever it is that you're preparing for, sit down, show appreciation for and decide right now, how do you want it to feel and cultivate that feeling first? Go into it, creating that desired feeling instead of expecting, you know, the stress of the holidays and like, how's it going to be when you like meet your, you know, like awkward uncle that like makes you, <laughs> that like tells awful, awful, awful jokes, every whatever it is. Like we all have family drama and nobody gets out unscathed. Our family is the, are the people that we have the most karma with. So like, yes, we can decide though how we can show up and we don't have to go into it expecting that it's going to be the way it was last year. So just want to share that with you guys. We're going into Thanksgiving week. I hope you have the most beautiful week with your family or whoever you're spending it with. We're a military family. So like family is like your neighbors a lot of times or just whoever you create that with. So cultivate the experience that you desire. I love you. Happy Thanksgiving. And we'll catch you guys on the next episode.